Disrupting the Ethos Podcast. Hey, what is up, you guys? This is Anna Buteau, and welcome to a new episode of Disrupting the Ethos Podcast. So today I want to, it's a let's chat podcast. And I want to dive a little bit deeper into a section of what I had as a discussion with my good friend Winston Williams in the previous um, podcast episode, which was um, <laughs> the, the ego and, the, and world affairs. But there's a specific part in that podcast, I would believe it's about like three quarters in, where we talk about the idea of befriending the ego, which is something that we hear often into the coaching space, especially into the self-development space. Um, My belief and also my good friend Winston's belief is about you cannot dissociate yourself from the ego because you are the ego. The ego is the self. Um, Now, how the ego is represented, then it's more about archetypes. So we both believe, we talked in the beginning of that podcast, how we're very more on the union side of of the process of how to look into a person. Uh, Carl Jung goes into very much details and a very elaborate, um, I would say, aspect of how you can, you know, I would say deconstruct a person psychologically and it's based on archetypes and we talk about it a little bit here and there throughout the podcast. Yet again, the whole thing is you. So whatever you want to call it, the ego and such. And I had so many amazing conversations with different people through my DMs because I've asked the questions literally through a post and also stories on my different platforms. And I had some very interesting conversations also with people around me where we would elaborate a little bit on what their perception of the ego is and such. Now we have this very, I would say, with all the conversations I had, there was a very broad broad, I would say, belief um, that the ego is negative. And throughout the podcast with me and my good friend Winston, we both agree that there's, it's not all bad, the ego, okay? Because, and of course, um, my own belief and now perspective of the ego, I used to believe that the ego, yeah, was negative, for sure. I used to follow that current. But more and more I do the work and more and more I dive into that work I realized that the ego, the self, is not the actual thing that we could say, quote unquote, negative or bad. I think it's more so about the alignment of beliefs. And that's where we went into the conversation, me and my friend Winston, where it's not about dissociating yourself from yourself, because at the end of the day, then it's kind of, it feels impossible when you think about it. It's more about observing the different elements of that person, which would be the ego, the self, the persona, that like there's so many words you can use or the different archetypes that you have, um, especially when you look into the union um, philosophy. Uh, there's so many different layers and aspects of what archetypes and how it's actually subdivided. So um, 
it's more so of understanding those aspects of yourself where it's the ego and learn to dissociate yourself from those and question the beliefs, the shadows, the behaviors, the, the way of thinking, the mindset. Um, it's, it's the emotions. It's about just, you know, observing, becoming an observer of the self, the observer of the ego. And I just thought I would just dive a little bit into that space uh, today with this podcast because I think it's it goes on the wrong way and it doesn't help and doesn't serve anybody when we want to classify that we have all bad egos and that the ego which is quote-unquote ourselves is actually bad so we're perpetuating here an underlining belief that we are just you know bad people which we can be all amazing people, but just do bad actions, bad decisions, bad choices. And again, here we have to define what is bad and what is good. And this is something I've been myself working on personally about unlabeling things, uh, especially through about who I am as a person of unlabeling the different aspects of my ego, of myself. And maybe, you know, titling different aspects of who I am in a way that can, like Jung has done, to call archetypes. So, and overall, there is... So there's different layers to the archetype kind of philosophy of Carl Jung. You can look at the four main... um, archetypes so there's the persona the shadow the anima or the animus the self so it can be either divided by four it can also be divided by a general 12 archetype also which um let me just come uh just to just for fun the 12 archetypes so there is the ruler. <laughs> there's a lot of them. Okay, there's 12 to be official. So there's a ruler, creator, or artist, sage, the in oh, wait, I don't like those those terms. These are not the hmm. Why am I not seeing them all? Okay. So yeah, so you have the creator, the sage, the caregiver, the innocent, the jester, the magician, the ruler, the hero, the regular guy, the rebel, the explorer, and the lover. Also, Carl Jung has also subdivided man and woman. So into the woman archetypes, you have seven different. There's the maiden, the mother, the lover, the wise woman. You have the the huntress, you have the queen, and you have the wild woman. And then in men, there are four. The four male archetypes. You have the king, the warrior, the magician, and the lover. So um, as you can see, the general one, the more broad one, I would say, I like to call it like that, really can just be anybody. It doesn't mean about gender. But then again, different aspects through the genders, you can see underlining, um, you can see differences, which like the mother, but 
like I said, into the general one, you have the caregiver, which is quite similar. It's just more subdivided. So you can look at all these different aspects and truly see how all of them can be part of you. And actually, they are all part of who we are. It's just that some are more predominant and some are less. Now, what is interesting with the idea and concept behind archetypes is that there is a light and there's a shadow side of the archetype, which this is the interesting part where there is this great universal law, which is called the law of polarity, which is about opposites and how they actually are part of one another. So you may hold, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with the fem fem uh, feminine side. I did courses on that. Um, I'm a bit more comfortable uh, explaining and diving into the feminine archetypes than in the others. I'm actually in the process of learning on the male side, which I find really quite interesting. But in the feminine side of archetypes, so I've looked at all seven archetypes and I hold all seven inside of me. Now I have some very more predominant ones in my life. I'm going to say the mother archetype, the wise woman, the huntress, and the wild woman are my four main, very predominant archetypes that I hold. But in periods of time throughout my life, I was maybe more a maiden sometimes, or I was more of a queen. And then with all these archetypes, I have experienced and I sometimes experience the shadow side of these. So I'm going to talk about one of the ones I did through my work through the wise woman. So the wise woman is somebody who's in love with knowledge, who's uh, very curious by nature, who is uh, who just appreciates nature and such. There's so many different ele elements. I'm I could dive, like I could talk about that for hours and hours, but I want to keep this kind of nice, short and sweet also, so you can get as much possible value from this. So, um, but there is a shadow side. A lot of times the wise woman will be confronting with frustration of not being perceived as wise, which is an interesting, you know, kind of in conflict kind of situation here, if you do understand it. Um, because at the end of the day, she is always in seek of knowledge and she holds on to a lot of knowledge. Knowledge is something very predominant in her life. She's a very intellectual woman. Naturally, she is prone to be intellectual also. But yeah, she is confronted with this other side, which is the shadow side. Now, is it bad or is it is it wrong? It is either. It's not bad in per se. It's just that it can actually, and here is, I'm just stating it as it may be, but it's it may be if you are experiencing that shadow side, like I know at some point in my life, I was frustrated because I wanted to be perceived as a very intelligent woman. And I know I am today, I've done the work, but still sometimes there is this little frustration. And a lot of women, if you are a woman and listening to this podcast, you may actually relate to this, to be not only perceived physically, but also to be perceived and seen intellectually as a woman and this has been a confrontation throughout feminine or around females for millions of years um and sometimes i do still feel sometimes that frustration coming forward um as to not be perceived by others intellectually in some shape way or form now i came to terms with that i cannot ask anybody to see me a certain way um 
I came to terms with that. But this was also what was interesting about the shadow side of the archetype is it is maybe can explain some of the challenges you experience. But also, I think they, oh, they show this great opportunity of growth. But how to actually use and understand the archetype, the light part, how this can actually counterbalance the shadow part of it. And not only that, how all the archetypes can actually help and support each other also, which is also a great opportunity for you to discover a little bit more about yourself, but also to see and perceive your challenges in a new way, shape, light, like I mentioned. So for me, this is why the union kind of philosophy for me is the most interesting factor. And it also says here that yes, there are things in our person or ego that may be showcased and unfortunately we have qualified certain things in our society um, that is bad and a lot of it also I really want to come forward with this is about that we associate a lot of ego like the ego like the negative like the negative conversation of ego is a lot about like the idea of reacting versus responding and I had an interesting conversation with somebody who just deep down believed that your ego is bad. There's nothing good about the ego. There's nothing awesome about the ego. And it challenged me to actually go there into that perspective to actually broaden the conversation here. And I couldn't come to terms to understand, but I do understand how this idea that the ego is bad is because we, I think, we have associated the ego being the reaction of situations. So your ego, so what we have associated, based on the conversation I had, how I was starting to perceive why we have associated the ego negative in the space. Now, it's not everybody who thinks the ego is bad. A lot of people actually were very like, well, it's everything needs to be considered in moderation. Um, but in that particular conversation about, it, it was really based on because the ego is always in reaction mode. Now, this is where I think the most interesting factor of all of it all, and it's about understanding. And we have talked about it, me and Winston, and also into the podcast a little bit further through throughout that conversation of dissociating yourself beliefs. Now, beliefs and your thoughts and your emotions are all part of your ego. Okay, but it doesn't need it doesn't define you either. So it doesn't define the ego in its say, but because you do experience feelings, thoughts, emotions, um, and of course, everything is underlined by beliefs uh, and perception. So because it's underlined by these things, this is how you hold on to either an identity, a paradigm, a program, a belief that actually triggers the ego to react. Um, Winston also, if you go back to that episode, if you go into the show notes, there's a wonderful blog he wrote about it and he, and he goes into a situation where he didn't keep his ego in check. So he became more into a defensive and protective and reactive 
kind of response in a situation. And I think that's why we have associated the ego being negative or being bad per se, because we have associated that whenever we actually react, whatever it's by protection, whatever it's by defense, or whatever it's by just, you know, arrogance or meanness, then we have associated that this is this is bad and this is the ego bad and it's just the reaction equates the ego which will equate bad and this is where the conversation for me led of how we have under have come to believe that the ego is bad yet again when you are calm and happy and joyful this is also your ego this is also part of your ego but that doesn't mean I think it's where you have to understand when you are actually reacting instead of pausing and reflecting and then for afterwards to respond. I think this is how the whole conversation around ego between me and Winston pretty much led of understanding that it's okay. But also yet again, I I think there are times and situations where reacting can be quite fitting for the situation there's a time and space to react but i believe in a general sense of way we have to learn to pause and respond instead of reacting to situations and i think this is where to understand your different aspects of yourself throughout the archetypes of who you are as a person what is predominant in yourself becomes in handy and i think this was also this great underlining you know, kind of conversation and truth that me and Winston shared in our podcast was about just learn to know yourself. Just learn to know yourself. Just know who you are. Take the time to get in touch with who is the ego, who is that person you are. You don't you don't need to define it as the ego. You can define it as the self. You can define it with um, Freud's um, way of seeing it. You can uh, divide it in different word, words also. Like I talk about the, a lot the inner asshole and the inner bad bitch or the inner bad boss, your saint. I talk sometimes with these wordings because for me, um, I truly believe that we hold different personas. We hold different archetypes. Um, like I know like, like I said, I know I have predominant right now in my life, predominant female archetypes that pretty much lead who I am. Um, and then maybe in a period of time, there's going to be other archetypes that come, that come more to the surface. Sometimes I use all seven in one freaking day and I get, and it's, and it's okay. There's nothing bad about it, but it's just understanding if you're coming from a place of response or you're coming from a place of, um, reaction and I think this is where you have to understand who you are and like I said like for me the inner asshole is the is the critique it's 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 literally like this negative person in my mind that comes in and try to sabotages me and critiques me and um, yet again we have to understand that these part of us and that is also like my inner bad bitch for me is somebody who's going to be very advocate she sometimes comes out as a reactive kind of persona and I'm very aware of that and it's about understanding 
when is the right and fitting position to actually be able to react or actually coming from a place of response. And I think this is where I think the conversation needs to lead around the ego um, in itself with the wording of the ego is to not necessarily equate it as because you react, it's bad. And again, at the end of the day, and this is just this core belief, if it's that bad, if it would be that bad, why do we have an ego? If it's that bad, why is the ego part of us? And this is, I think, a very, um, if you want to go into that philosophical question, it's a, it feels a little bit like what is our purpose here on earth? Or it, it feels, it's kind of the same challenging question here. And I'm asking you that question right now because I think it's a very important question to ask yourself. Like why, then if it's really that bad, why is it part of us? And why is it part of our human experience? Why did God or universe or source or energy have decided and made us with an ego? Why is it there? And I think this is just about, and this is just my belief here, okay? So my answer to that myself is because it's part of our human experience. Because without the ego, our self, who we are physically, mentally, spiritually, uh, emotionally, with that, you know, I would say understanding of responding and reacting, this is how we can grow and evolve. And this is also how we can live fully the human experience that is called life and without it there wouldn't be growth how do you know you're an aggressive person or how do you know you're an angry person it's not because you just are feeling the feeling but why are you feeling a feeling because you're being triggered why are you being triggered because there's x situation that has happened and you have been holding on maybe to stories from your childhood, from whatever time period, and it's just synced in as part of your personality or just part of your experience. And it's just part of now this is why you react that way because you have this story and you have lived this experience. But it doesn't need to be still true today or as you go along through the journey. These experiences, different experiences that we live are there to make us grow and make us evolve. Because why would we evolve? Why would we grow um, even physically, like going from an infant to an adult and to an old person and then move on? Like, why is this cyclic sense happening? Even though it feels linear, it's not that linear at all also, but it's about just understanding this evolution and understanding its purpose throughout that evolution. Because I think it's just about this is what is about the human experience. So I hope this helped. I hope this kind of clarified that. Um, I, I feel like I went a little bit everywhere. <laughs> this is such my thing. But I hope you enjoyed. And uh, I'm going to also, um, yeah, just if you want to, if you think that this was an interesting conversation, you want to add anything, you have questions, please don't be shy to email me at hello at anabuto.com. Of course, this information is in the show notes. Remember to subscribe to this podcast. And of course, 
Uh, I'm not doing any ads. Uh, it's pretty much word to mouth. Uh, if this episode was insightful, uh, expanding to you and pretty much helped you, made you laugh or made you re- like really reflect, I really would like for you to share it with somebody close to you or even somebody not close to you. You can share it as you wish. But if it has helped you, this is how we get the word out and this is how I can help more people also for you. So this is my only ask I do through the show about that. So I hope this helped. Um, If you want to look into the archetypes, you truly just need to write like Carl Jung archetypes. You can write like the 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 male archetypes the major archetypes you can write everything seriously and just write Carl Jung you can look it up there's a lot of information out there there's a lot of resources there to read about that and it's a quite interesting um it's it's really interesting seriously uh, I do recommend if you want to go dive into but here's the ultimate question for you throughout this episode and this podcast First and foremost, have you established or have you defined that the ego is negative? If so, why? And is this now true throughout our conversation we had today? And once again, last and final question, which is a very interesting question, like I already mentioned, is if the ego is so bad, then why is it part of our life? Why is it part of your experience? These are the questions I give you today. I hope this will bring you into a great reflection. And with this being said, peace out, love. Thank you so much for listening to this amazing episode of Disrupting the Ethos podcast. I hope this podcast enlightened you, expanded you, and that you feel called to share this podcast with either a friend, family member, or whoever you believe that could truly benefit from this podcast. This is how we can help more is by sharing this podcast as much as possible. This would be very much appreciated from yours truly. Now, here's your last reminder. You are a motherfucking badass person and the world needs your light more than ever today. Time to own that shit up and go do the work. With this being said, peace out everybody.